Hey, it's Tara. I'm popping in here before we get started with this week's episode because I have a pretty cool announcement for you. Now, at What Works, we're always looking for new ways to empower you as a smart, independent leader of your own business. So I am thrilled to tell you about something we've just rolled out. But first, a little backstory. Now, before the beginning of every single interview, I tell my guest, this is not an advice podcast. I want to hear your story and how you do things. You don't need to tell our listeners how to do their thing. You see, I think you have enough people telling you how to run your business. You've read the articles. You've listened to the other podcasts. You've done the five-day challenges. You've bought the online courses. Maybe you've even hired a specialist or a coach. So we're pretty adamant about not overwhelming you with tutorials or how-tos. After all, there are so many effective ways to run and grow your business. Our goal is to tell the stories of people who are making it work in all sorts of ways so you can find your own path forward. We're working to level the playing field so that you can expose yourself to different perspectives and approaches all right here on the podcast. But here's what I know. Despite all the information you have, there are still times you feel ill-equipped to lead your business. There are times when things feel haphazard, when you're reinventing the wheel, when you're making it up as you go. And that, more than anything, is the problem I want to solve for you. We created the What Works Network to help you talk through these challenges in all of the unpredictable ways they pop up. And today, we're excited to tell you about a new way we're aiming to solve this problem. Over the last three years, we've started to understand our role in your business as not just giving you access to cool people and smart conversations, but to provide structure for how you think about and lead your business. So I'm thrilled to announce What Works Tools. What Works Tools is a new collection of tools and templates to help you run, grow, and lead your small business. What Works Tools is not an online course, and it's not informational content. What Works Tools are tools and templates for Notion and Google Drive that you can use to help you build a more robust and better managed small business. So we've made three tools available to kick things off. First, the Leadership Dashboard. This is our flagship tool. It's a version of the Notion page I use multiple times a day to keep a steady focus on both my day-to-day -day tasks and my big picture planning. We've shared this with a group of beta testers, and they're over the moon about it, and I know you will be too. The second thing we've created for you is the standard operating procedure template. This simple tool was inspired by the month we spent on project management in January. You can document the work you do and the way you do it so that you can work towards delegating, hiring, and optimizing your processes. Once you get started, you'll be shocked you didn't document your SOPs ages ago. And the third thing we've created is the brand brief. This template gives you a chance to document your brand all in one place, and it's inspired by this month's theme, building your brand. The brand brief is an internal document that helps you codify the mission, vision, voice, story, and visual imagery of your brand. Share it with your team or any contractors you hire for projects. It helps get everyone on the same page. Each month, we'll add a new tool or template to the library. In April, you'll get a tool for compiling your software and app stack, all the tools you use to run your business, all in one place. In May, you'll get a tool for documenting your support network and staying in touch with the people who support you as a business owner. 
in June, you'll get a tool for projecting your revenue expenses and profit in line with your promotional campaigns. And month by month, you'll have a better handle on running your business and feel more confident every day. What Works tools are a hot new perk of membership in the What Works network. When you join, you get access to all the tools, plus all our other benefits like monthly insider hours with me, monthly flash masterminds, monthly co-working sessions, and an experienced global network of small business owners you can talk to anytime. Membership is open right now for a limited time. Join today for just $49.99 per month and cancel anytime. Go to explorewhatworks.com slash network to learn more. That's explorewhatworks.com slash network. Now, on to this week's episode. I mean, when we when we started Mighty Networks, I again I didn't I didn't know that some of the things that we've gone ahead and built, you know, would be as important as they are. And and you we can see it in the stories. We can see it in the numbers. We can see it in, you know, usage. We can see it pretty much across the board when we build something that unlocks a use case people care about. Brands evolve. Sometimes brands evolve naturally. Think Dunkin' Donuts changing their name to Dunkin' to reflect the fact that more people think of them as a coffee place rather than a donut place. Sometimes brands evolve unnaturally. Think Weight Watchers changing their name to WW because, well, I'm not sure why, other than they're trying to stay afloat as more and more people start to care about health rather than weight loss. Now, the reason that brands evolve is that a brand is only as strong as its reputation in the mind of the customer. A company doesn't and can't have sole ownership of a brand. A brand is what the customer believes it is. Yes, a company can influence a brand's reputation and story, but it doesn't own it. Brands are co-created with the people who engage with it. I'm Tara McMullen, and you're listening to What Works, the show that transcends the hype and asks what's really working to run and grow a small business today. This month, we're examining how brands are built. No, we're not talking about where to get a logo done or what color scheme to use on your website. We're talking about how the people you care about, your customers, your clients, and your prospects, remember your business. We're talking about the story you tell about what you do, why you do it, and who you do it for. And we're talking about what it takes to define a reputation and a presence when there are so many things competing for the attention of our people. Now, over the course of this month, you'll hear from Martinez Evans, who's redefining what it means to be a runner with his podcast, 300 Pounds and Running, and his community, the Slow AF Run Club. You'll hear from Stasia Svasik about how her journey to discovering her personal style taught her about establishing a personal brand. And you'll hear from Alyssa Catalano from Studebaker Metals about how what you offer defines your brand. But today, we're kicking things off with my friend Gina Bianchini from Mighty Networks. Now, as you probably already know, Mighty Networks is a sponsor of What Works. Plus, we're proud users of their community building and course delivery software. And as such, I I've had the privilege of seeing the Mighty Networks team go through a careful brand evolution over the last three years. In fact, Mighty Networks brand evolution is a perfect case study in co-creating a brand with the people who engage with it. And that's exactly what I wanted to talk to Gina about. 
Gina and I chat about what stayed the same and what's changed over the last few years as Mighty Networks has grown and grown. You'll hear about Gina's light bulb moment, how building a community for Mighty Networks users helped her see how people were really using the software, and why she decided to build an online course herself. Plus, you'll hear how all of this learning helped Mighty Networks create a stunning new visual brand in-house in less than one week. Now, let's find out what works for Gina Bianchini. Gina Bianchini, welcome back to What Works. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It's always like a pleasure to be here. I'm like such a Tara fangirl, so this is wonderful. I'm very excited. It is wonderful for me as well because I am a Gina fangirl. <laughs> so Mutual really... admiration society. It's yes, exactly. Time. And I'm really curious to hear about the brand evolution of Mighty Networks over the last well, really even over the last six months, but definitely over the last three years. So yeah. I've really been part of the Mighty Networks world for over three years now. And a lot has changed since we first signed on with you guys, including the name of the company. <laughs> so we could talk about that. Yeah. Um, but I'd love for you to walk us through how your understanding of what Mighty Networks is all about has evolved since you first started. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I, I have been passionate about one very thin sliver of the world for like 15 years. And, and uh, that is how does a creator, digital small business owner, um, human being, leader, host, whatever you want to call this person, create a community that brings people together around a interest, a topic, a passion, a goal, a lifestyle. And that is really like where I have spent my career going back to like mid 2004 or five. And so when we started Mighty Networks, which the precursor company name was Mighty Bell um, in 2011, our, our vision was pretty simple. It was how do we create a platform for creators that allowed them to bring people together around the things that are most important to them. It was it was really sort of that simple. And and it's been interesting to hear, you know, reactions of like, "Oh, you guys have changed so much or you've been when fundamentally, we actually have had the same mission from day 1, which is creator-led, ad-free, mobile first. Uh and if we could help people bring other people together, and make connections between people around the things that were most important to them. Everybody wins. You know, the people that are are leading those communities win. The people that are in those communities win. Um, we win. The world wins because as people, you know, as, as people come back into their ordinary life after being a part of a really special world of a community that has a really important culture and, you know, is, is just playing that role for people to be able to have them take one more risk in, a, in a, any given day, just one more risk, something really magical and special happens. So fast forward, um, I would say a few things have been the most surprising to me. So because we started from this community platform perspective about, and, and actually Terry, you were one of the people about what two and a half, three years ago, 
we started hearing from more and more people that were like, that's awesome that you guys have a community platform. It's really great. But could you guys build some online courses into this thing? Like, I actually want to bring my online courses and my community together in the same place Mm -hmm. under my brand and make it available on every platform. And we're like, really? Huh? Um, Like we weren't, you know, I didn't come out of the online course world. I didn't even know that like, I thought online courses were like something that you had to like go to school and get like a PhD in because it all sounded like really hard. And like, I thought only like universities did it, whatever. So we, we, you know, we sought to understand that and it was such a surprise to us. And then we built it, we built online courses into a mighty network. And then that accelerated our growth. And then we're like, great, you know, wonderful. And then everybody came back and they're like, okay, yeah, but you now need to actually let us charge for them directly in the platform. And we were like, "Uh, oh, okay. Um, That makes a lot of sense. And then it was, it was actually, it's not going to be good enough for, you know, me to just have the ability to sell one course. I actually need to be able to create bundles of courses and memberships and mastermind groups and, and, you know, multiple mastermind groups or multiple courses or, or, you know, I want to charge for the mighty network. And then, and so we were like, wow, that's super cool. So let's go build that. And so we launched that in July and guess what happened? Everything started accelerating even faster. So what, what this, you know, short story long is, has been one, the power of creating a platform in collaboration with one's customers, Hmm. um, staying open to, you know, new ideas or new perspectives and things that people are like, okay, like all this stuff is great, but like, if you just did it this way, it would actually work better. And, and, and so many times for so many entrepreneurs, I think there's this sense of like, you have to have all the answers. The best decisions we've made as a platform have been because we don't. Um, and so that, that's all a long-winded way to get to what has been the most transformative past six months, at least for me as an entrepreneur and a human being, which has been now that we had online courses, uh, payments and this ability to have flexible payments and the community together in one place. And I just, for some reason, woke up one day and was like, wait a second, maybe I, I don't actually have to have a PhD in how to run an online course or like have some kind of certification in online courses or having done it for like 12 years, which a lot of people had come to us with all of those amazing qualifications. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I thought that like, I wasn't qualified to launch an online course that I didn't actually, like you actually had to be an expert in online courses to be able to launch an online course. And then one day I just, I woke up and I was like, you know what, why don't we just do it from a place of, of the things we do know how to do, meaning building a community and we'll, we won't even call it a course, but that was really for me, not for, not for the actual, (laughs) that was like my own psychology. Right. And what we launched was a community design mastermind group that became very quickly a community design masterclass. And it has been the most transformative thing that I have done in my career, full stop. And we are using, you know, the full stack of Mighty Networks from, you know, our payment system to our online course to our community at Mighty Hosts. Uh, And 
there are so many different magical elements to the masterclass that I have um, I, I have observed and seen and experienced, and I'm happy to sort of go through them. The, the number one thing was I did something that I didn't think I could do, and then I started it by the simplest structure possible. All I knew at the beginning of launching this community design masterclass was one that the promise of it would be how to create a community so valuable you can charge for it and so well-designed that it essentially runs itself. Mm. Two, it would be five weeks long and we would cover a concept, a case study, have an action for the week that delivered a result for the week that then would build on each other, build on itself the following week and the following week and the following week. And that's all I knew when I started. It's all like I didn't actually have any content when we started. Mm-hmm. And what uh, so what I did and, and I just knew that on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, we would have a topic session. And on Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific and 4 p.m. Pacific, we would do office hours. So with that simple structure, we launched this thing. And overnight, we had amazing people sign up. And by amazing, people who had really awesome, what we sort of think about and call a big purpose to their community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really the the flip for me in doing this was I went really deep on, on like, okay, so what, like, when you know, that whole thing of like, if you really want to learn something, teach it. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you, like, so the, the structure was great. It, it actually turned out wonderful to do this course live. Mm-hmm. And now we've actually continued to do it, quote unquote, live because it's so energizing. It's m- like the, my favorite thing to do in a given week. And and I'll tell you the two things that have been the most profound about the experience. One is in 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 going deep on on what I knew about communities and what I knew and was learning about courses. I realized that Every thriving community, especially if you're building one out in 2019 or now 2020, it's about bringing people together to master something interesting or important together. So, so many of us think about, you know, oh, well, the community is just a place where it's like, I'm going to just throw it up and like, everybody will just be able to talk. And then my courses are over here and then my community and my Facebook group is over here and they're all in different places and it's kind of a mess and we can talk about Facebook groups if we need to. Um, but, but fundamentally, when, when you actually think about what the most important communities are to people, they are a journey to master something interesting or important together. You'll hear about Gina's light bulb moment in just a minute. But first, I want to tell you about our next virtual conference at the What Works Network. It's every business owner's dream to be known, to have a stellar reputation for the work you do, to be the go-to solution for your customers' problems. But making that happen is easier said than done. Not only are you facing down a wall of competition between you and your customers, you're also combating everything else vying for their attention at any given time. So how do you break through and become known? 
That's exactly what this month's Build Your Brand virtual conference is all about inside the What Works Network. We're talking with four people who each provide a different angle on how to craft a story, share what makes your business different, and build your brand. Maybe you're thinking, that's great, but uh, what's a virtual conference? We host four virtual conferences inside the What Works Network every year. They're day-long deep dives into a particular aspect of how your business works. Each session is a real-time conversation with an expert where you can ask questions, share your experiences, and network with members. And the best part is, because they're virtual, you don't even have to leave the comfort of your home office. Pretty cool, huh? The Build Your Brand Virtual Conference, plus our upcoming conferences on money, sales, and coaching yourself as an entrepreneur are for What Works Network members only. To find out more about the What Works Network so you can join us for the Build Your Brand Virtual Conference on March 12th, go to explorewhatworks.com slash network. That's explorewhatworks.com slash network. The second thing that then came out of that was a light bulb moment for me, which was, and this is that I think this is relevant to everybody. And it's like, I can't stop talking about it because it's, it's the biggest realization I've had, which is people do not pay for content and they don't even pay for the time of somebody who is an expert in something. They pay for their own results and transformation. Yes. Amen. And so when you start, you know, people pay money and they will invest their time after their money because of their money in some cases, in most cases, they want to go from point A to point B. And if they could do it on their own, they would have. And what each of us as designers and creators of communities, online courses, anything in this sort of world of digital products and services really are doing is the power is not, oh, we're producing content. And in fact, actually, like, I don't think I've ever watched a 15 minute video and then like cruised off in my day. And then like, that was it, you know, that changed my, that gave me the results and transformation. The community while an afterthought for many people, when they start with what is that topic I want to teach on or do things on or build, the community is why people stick with it. Yes. The community, it, it, and the community is where and you meet other people who not only inspire you or believe, you know, help you see how accessible something is to do, but all we're doing as creators are we're building the scaffolding is the way I sort of think about it. You know, it's like I have five weeks. This is, you know, this is the topic for the week. This is sort of the success story or case study. This is the action. This is the result. The magic of what we've built with our community design masterclass and not that that in and of itself is so special. I think the beauty and power is as other people are filling in the scaffolding with their stories. Mm-hmm with their experiences. When you can read someone else's community purpose, it helps you see uh, a new idea or a different angle on something that you're doing in a way that as creators, none of us can actually do, like like 
our job is to just create the conditions while for those conversations to happen, for that sharing to happen, but also for the reframing and keeping people on that that course to master something interesting together so that more and more people can see the results and transformation in their own lives. And this was a revelation to me. Yeah. I think it's a revelation for a lot of people. It certainly was for me. And I think the, I mean, that experience of realizing, oh, wait, everyone else is here to fill in the gaps, to make this better. This is better because there's other people here um, has been just absolutely huge for me. And we talk about it a lot in terms of collaborative learning. So, you know, we operate from in a very kind of flat model where there's not a lot of hierarchy. You know, I, I tell people in our community that I'm not here to be the expert. I'm here to be another member. And I think that we, like you said, it's, the assumption is that people are there for the expertise or the assumption that people there are for their, are for their, for the content, but the real value happens in the collaboration between people on that journey. Um, And I think that's so huge. So clearly this has been a huge insight and aha moment for how you understand what the role of the software that you've created fits into the businesses and the lives um, of the people who are actually using it. And obviously that's going to inform how you message about your brand, the stories that you're telling, how you're interacting with people. So before we hear more about um, the community design masterclass and how that specifically has impacted how you understand that, I want to back up just for a second before you launched that. Um, You said, you know, from the get-go, this was a collaborative process of understanding what your customers needed so that you could design the product that would help them meet those needs. Before you had the Community Design Masterclass, what did that process look like? How were you actually engaging with the people who used your product so you could better understand what they needed? Yeah. So we had a community. We have a community in in Mighty Hosts. So host.mn.co. And then we also have the data that shows like who's actually doing interesting stuff. Mm. Uh, And so, you know, we have a open door policy on like new ideas or things that people want to see. The fascinating thing is that in now two years in a row, really three years in a row, what has emerged are very consistent patterns. Meaning, For some reason, you know, Mm. we heard the same thing around online courses for like six months. And so it's, I I think there's something really powerful about just staying open to that, Um, you know, and, and where you start to see clusters of the same ideas or the same needs or the same use cases. When, when you hit a certain scale or inflection point, like, you you pretty quickly can see what are the things that that you know as a platform we need to do next and what are the things that would be great to do next but are probably the outliers and and can you know can wait a little bit or be the things that sort of you know show up a, a bit later i mean when we when we started mighty networks i again i didn't i didn't know that some of the things that we've gone ahead and built, you know, would be as important as they are. And, and you, we can see it in the stories. We can see it in the numbers. We can see it in, you know, usage. We can see it pretty much across the board. 
when we build something that unlocks a use case people care about. So that process of of co-creation really has come out of our community and come out of just talking to people. And what's really fun about a community is, you know, you get to be a little bit more of a fly on the wall, um, meaning that mm-hmm. um, watching people support each other and share their stories with each other has been awesome. So, you know, all, all the, all the masterclass has done is like taken that to 11 for people who are sort of, you know, at a specific moment where they're like, I want to set something up that I can charge for and that is well-designed and, and, you know, self-organizing basically. It's just an, what's beautiful is it's all an extension of sort of the same ideas um, as opposed to all sorts of different things. They're not different things. They're just a continued journey and evolution along the original idea of, you know what? The world is better when we can go and focus. The world is, is, you know, we can have greater clarity, meaning, connection, all the things that make us who we are when we spend more time going deeper with other people around an interest, a passion, a topic that allows us to master something interesting or important together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So let's talk a little bit more then about the community design master class. Um, you talked about how you developed it, why you developed it. I'm curious how actually running the program has informed specifically the way you talk about Mighty Networks or the way you're messaging Mighty Networks on the website and sort of in sales conversations. Yeah, it, that's a great question. Um, on one hand, it doesn't feel like it's it's you know fundamentally changed how we talk about it. I think we've gotten a lot crisper um, because of this insight related to results and transformation, and because we've seen light bulb moments for a lot of people when they realize and, and, and it's a flip. Like it's it is it is. When you see it happen, it's like something you can visibly see it happening in someone's head. Um, And I think that that actually speaks to one of the things that I've loved about the last, you know, six to 12 months of, of, you know, my own evolution as an entrepreneur is this is so, what I'm about to say is so obvious and yet it's awesome, which is when you can use in your messaging your customer's own language, everything changes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's not about, um, it's not, it's about how does your customer want to talk about their hopes, their dreams, their fears, their obstacles. And the more that, that you can, you can embrace the language that they, that they're using related to, um, especially their obstacles, like what, you know, have you ever said this? Oh my gosh, I don't want to create a community because I'm afraid if I launch it, it'll be a lot of work. Or are you concerned, you know, is this you? What if I create a community and no one shows up? You know, uh, you know, like, uh, like exactly. You're, you're like, you know, for those on audio, Tara is nodding <laughs> on this video, but it's, it, you know, there's something really magical that happens if you can start with where people are, you know, you've tried this, you are, you know, your Facebook group's exhausting uh, and frustrating, you know, or, 
or you're you know that there's value in connecting your customers and your prospects to each other, but you don't know how to do it. Um, so, uh, you know, is anyone going to like join you if you have another login, which I always think is the funniest one, because clearly if you're launched an online course, there's another login. Oh yeah. So the idea that you're going to have a Facebook group plus a course on a different platform, but your concern is that your members are going to have to have another login. It's like, actually, you could have one login for your community and your courses and increase the probability that people are going to finish your course and have a great experience, see the results and transformation in their lives, have a wonderful testimonial, tell their friends about it, and you're going to grow faster. Oh, and by the way, when these things are together in the same place under your brand, you know what else happens is people think it's more valuable than they would if you are on, you know, sending them to one platform for a course and having a Facebook group that everybody else has and is kind of janky. Um, so maybe you could actually raise your prices and have a higher margin uh, community and course solution because you're actually focused on what really matters to people in achieving the results and transformation in their life. Just as an example, <laughs> so it's a small example, just as a small example. So. You know, did I know that as clearly as I, you know, a year ago as I do today? No. And that is because I am talking to people every day. Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. And I mean, I think there's so much um, lip, lip service given to talking to your customers, especially where you are in Silicon Valley. I mean, it's part of the, the lean framework. It's part of every frame, every product development framework, every marketing and brand development framework um, that's out there. But what you have done to layer, you know, you've got this, you've got a great SaaS product and a lot of people would stop there, but what you've done to layer this additional offer on so that you are not only talking to customers, but you are talking to your best customers. You're talking to your most committed customers. You're talking to people who are willing to take an extra step to invest further with you in the success of their product. I'm sure has just, well, obviously, I mean, it's given you a whole new layer of layer of insight of to, as to how to develop this brand and this messaging and the story that you want to tell. Well, and and there's something. So yes, well, and if you just go back to, I mean, so for so many of us, the reason we started these businesses and like there are easier ways in the world to make money than to start your own business. <laughs> like maybe there's like better freedom and all this stuff. Like, but I just know people who want to want to bring something to the their their small world or their big world that's better than the status quo and believe that that they have something to offer that will help someone else have a more you know a, a, a calmer more peaceful spiritual practice or a better healthier outlook and can build those healthy habits whether it's around fitness or whether it's around diet or or just your own you know calming of your mind or around your career like to be the most kick-ass user experience designer that you could possibly imagine or personal finance for uh, creatives you know there's all these really cool things that like we can offer the world um and what what I think is the most important thing is that people actually are able to unlock those results and transformation in people's lives. And mm -hmm. software is just one piece of it. You know, it, like if, if I got into this just to sell software, um, I would I've probably built different software. I got into this so that people could unlock results and transformation in the lives of other people that they care about. And 
and for them by by getting paid for it get to invest more of their time and energy into the things that they're most passionate about and create something that's even crisper and better and and more awesome so the 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 kind of the training piece of this was just sort of a natural extension of that. And if anything, if I could go back like six or, you know, six years, I actually should have started the online course first Mm -hmm. and then built the software out of that. It probably would have saved saved us some pain and heartache. Um, So that I thought was really interesting. The other thing that I would say is, you know, for, for, I certainly have been guilty of this as an entrepreneur, and this is specifically related to messaging and branding is, in our in our desire to quote unquote keep things short, we lose the vibrant details that distinguish what we are doing from everybody else. Mm-hmm. So it's the, the the power of what any of us are building is in the details. It's in the details of you know what we're going to master together. It's in the details of being narrowly defined of who we want to serve at least first. It's in the details of the benefits or rewards uh, that one gets from that mastery. And as we think about our story and why we even see this opportunity, the, the clearer we are in our story, not around like, I always see people start with like, I have 25 years of experience and blah, 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 blah. When the, our actual stories need to be, I was lost and now I'm found. Yeah. I I stumbled onto this program because I was struggling with how do I get better at like building something that's going to run itself and I can charge money for. And our stories make it accessible, but it's the details of our stories. It's the details of what we're going to master together. It's the details and clarity and, and specificity that is is what distinguishes us from everybody else, but also is the thing that when somebody's like bored in line and they're whizzing through their feed and they see something, they're like, wait a second, personal finance for creatives, that's for me. Or how to be, you know, how to basically get your next raise or your next killer job as a user experience. Wait a second, that's for me. And the the moment that I shifted to thinking about what does someone see in their feed when it's whizzing by in three seconds that is going to allow them to know that there's a connection for us to make or a fit with what they care about right now, their hopes, their dreams, their struggles, their, their motivations and what we offer as a solution. Yeah. And that flip has been really important to me. Yeah. I love that. And yeah, I think so smart. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about the visual branding update that you guys rolled out um, just about a month ago now. December 4th. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And I want to know where it came from and why. Because the the brand, the visual brand previously was also beautiful. The new one I love even more. Like it's so pretty. Um, You know, we've talked a lot today about the narrative side, the the messaging side, and how we understand what stories to be telling about our products and and how you've done that with Mighty Networks. Um, But then translating that into the visual, how did you guys determine it was time for a change? And how has some of the things that we've talked about already today kind of found its place in this visual update? Yeah, it's it's such a good question. Um, so it all started with a conversation with a couple folks on my team 
and especially one one guy who's relatively new to the team who is a creator in his own right um and we were coming up on the year and we were like um wow we've really built a lot of amazing things this year people are like i mean our our engagements crazy good our like growth in you know people being able to make money through the platform is amazing and we haven't raised our prices in years Mm. we haven't raised our prices in years and we looked around at like a bunch of other services that just do sort of one piece of the different things that we do and they were charging like over twice the amount of money that we were charging and we had this moment where we were like what is wrong with us? <laughs> you know, like what the what? I've asked and, myself the same question. <laughs> yeah, you know, and 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 you know, here we had been, you know, really pushing people to to you know charge a premium for what they do because it's worth it, and you can start to really see what people are willing to pay for. Um, you know, especially when you look across Mighty Networks, and we just had this moment, and 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 literally, this guy on our team said. He's like, we're the biggest, you know, we're the, you know, we need to believe we need to level up. Mm. And we used a swear word in there, but like, I'm not, this is a family friendly audience. So I'm just going to leave it at level up. Um, and that became our theme coming out of this conversation. And we looked at it and we were like, what does it mean to level up? What does it mean to take our brand to the next level and offer more value especially as we have such greater clarity around people, the the results and transformation that creators want. How do we level up? And it started actually with the narrative. Mm. It started with the narrative. It started with confidence in what we wanted to raise our prices and charge. It started with um, really thinking about why we were here and what we were doing. And we are incredibly lucky here at Mighty Networks that our head of product, a, a guy named Tom Aaron, he's been here forever and he's amazing. He it's, you know, he's a, really a co-founder of, of Mighty Networks at this point. And he looked at it and we all were on the same page. And he was like, got it. Yeah, it's time to level up. Let's do it. And he and our, you know, amazing little design team um, went off. And in a week, crafted a new brand. Oh, my word. You know, we didn't we didn't have an outside agency. We didn't like they from this concept and theme of leveling up, they they came up with it. And we looked at it after, again, a week of explorations and different designs. And it was like, yeah, that's right. Now, I will say the other interesting thing, again, just for me, you know, as 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 an entrepreneur and somebody who otherwise one may may call out as as having strong opinions and a desire to control things. When I went into this, what I realized was and and this is a, a great leadership lesson for me, which is, you know what? The most important thing here is that it's polished. It is you know, it, it, it articulates visually when somebody has that sort of click reaction that this is a product that will enable you to charge more money for it. Mm. Meaning like, it's not about, you know, necessarily just our value, but we want to start really communicating and evangelizing the fact that like, when you can create something that is a 
a journey to master something interesting or important together, charge a premium. The the least successful networks we have are the ones that um, are charging like $5 a month. Mm-hmm. People don't value it. And like the difference between zero and $5 a month is actually like an ocean of difference. But when you actually flip that on its head and say, I'm going to build something that's powerful for people that will enable them to have results and transformation in their life, they're actually willing to pay hundreds of dollars for that or even thousands of dollars for that. So, you know, as we were making that shift, we wanted the visual brand to to represent that as well. Um, and honestly, there's just some days and sometimes when when as a company, you're ready to level up that having that visual refresh matters. And I trusted the team. So I didn't spend a lot of time on like, like I, I trusted the team and I said, you know what? That looks awesome. How, do you guys like it? And if the answer was yes, it's like, all right, let's do it. And and that was a, you know, that was a different thing than I certainly have done in the past. And it allowed me to stay focused on the things that, um, you know, I could uniquely do while also supporting people who had talents in areas that, that you know, took it beyond where I could have ever taken it on my own. Yeah. I love that whole story because it really, I think, emphasizes the whole reason I wanted to talk to you during Brand Building Month because there's all sorts of topics we could have talked about, right? We could have talked about tools. We could have talked about community. We could have talked about leadership. But you guys have been doing something really unique with understanding the brand of Mighty Networks and investing all of this time and energy in truly talking to, collaborating with, co-creating with your users Um, and that has clearly given you, like you said, a new understanding of what it means to be doing the same mission you've been doing since day one, a new language around it, a new story around it. And I love that that then has such a specific result as allowing you to create a absolutely killer brand in one week in house. I know. Amazing. Amazing. I have to tell you, I opened the email from Jessica with the new brand information in it while I was eating lunch at the King of Prussia Mall. I remember it very specifically because I was so floored. I opened the PDF. I know, right? I opened the PDF and was like, oh, wonderful. Like just blown away. And I and it felt like, oh, they're leveling up. This is, yeah. this is something, this is a new level of Mighty Networks and it felt so good, but you didn't just, you can't just whip that out of nowhere. It comes from everything that we've talked about Correct. in this conversation. Yeah. We would have never, and, and we've tried to do brand updates and things like that when we haven't had that kind of theme and it's fine, mm-hmm. but it doesn't pack the punch that happens when you when you know what you're doing, when you know what's important to you in the next, you know, six to 12 months. Yeah. Well, speaking of what's important to you in the next six to 12 months, what is next for Mighty Networks? Yeah. So, so number one thing we're working on right now is um, we are doing V2 of our online courses. So um, shortly, what will be available, which I'm super excited about, is the ability to run just a straight up evergreen content only course and charge mm-hmm. for it in your community. So there's a lot of use cases where that makes a ton of sense, or to have this kind of really 
new iteration around a community driven course um and and to really just make both of those options beautiful and awesome so that's the first thing that we're doing and then i i can't tell you how excited i am about the following in the the spring we're going to really go deep on and launch um the ability for creators on our platform to customize the ways that their members connect to each other. Mm. And that might be through, you know, hey, I want to make sure all of the, you know, uh, consumer user experience designers can connect to each other. Or, you know, in in one of our fantastic networks uh, called Beyond Type 1, I want to make sure that the moms and the, of type 1, you know, kids or the teenagers uh, that have type one can connect to each other in even deeper ways and, and search for members. So essentially creating one's own flexible way of building out their own mini Facebook so that there's lots of different things that people can connect around. Um, The other benefit of that is that it makes it, you know, it takes everything that we have right now. It just takes it to 11 and allows for an even deeper level of self-organizing, which means less work for a creator and, you know, more ability to just know how to bring people in and focus on bringing people in and, and doing the things that, you know, gives each of us the most energy, creativity, inspiration, and build their businesses faster too. Uh, and then in the second part of the year, direct video, baby. Ooh. So, right, 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 right. So that's very exciting. I know. I'm super excited about it. So <laughs> that's that's from just a product roadmap. I think the biggest thing that that I believe is happening this year um, is this year is I don't want to sound overly dramatic, but I think it will be a land grab for creators to really carve out their corner of the world. Yep. And launch a membership site or uh, grow a membership site or, you know, really develop, again, these sort of live community driven courses that they can charge a premium for. And I think that it is only accelerating uh, in terms of people's understanding of this. And, you know, I would just say for anybody who has even an inkling that there is a motivation within them to bring people together and make those connections between people who are mastering something interesting or important together uh, and a desire to guide people in that, this is the moment to really carve out your your little corner of the world. Yes. Amen to that. Gina Bianchini, thank you so much for sharing the story of Mighty Networks brand evolution uh, and everything that you've shared about what you've learned talking to the people who use your products. Gina, thank you. Thank you. Is your business known for what you want it to be known for? Are you holding on to a story that isn't really working for the people you're connecting with? We're getting feedback about our brands all the time. And yes, unfortunately, silence is feedback too. The more we pay attention to the feedback we're receiving, the more opportunity we have to evolve the story we're telling about what our businesses are all about. The more our brands evolve to align with what people want and need from us, the better we're able to do the work and make the change we want to make. Find out more about how Gina Bianchini is reimagining how creators bring people together at MightyNetworks.com. 
Next week, you'll hear from Alyssa Catalano, the co-founder of Studebaker Metals. We'll talk about how crafting an intentional product strategy has helped Studebaker craft a memorable brand. What Works is produced by Yellow House Media. Our production coordinator is Sean McMullen. This episode was edited by Marty Seafelt. Production assistance is by Kristen Brunvik. Find over 260 more candid conversations with entrepreneurs who share what's really working to run and grow a business at explorewhatworks.com.